Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Haystack Nation. I'm your host, Jesse Cias. I'm here with Vanessa Cias. Hello. And here with a guest today, we have Malia. Hi, Malia. Hello. How are you doing today? Good. Are you excited to be on this uh, well-known, very popular <laughs> Top 100 podcast? Yes. <laughs> she doesn't even know what she's getting herself I into. Know. Um, Malia, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, first, how old are you, Malia? 18. 18. We can change. We can really influence her. Yes. We can really brainwash her. Yep. <laughs> and Leah, what do you do? Um. <coughs> what do you, what do you do? Do you go to school? Do you, are you, do you work? Work. Or you know, what do you do on your time off? Well, I mean, there's That's not really her time off. <laughs> yeah, there there really isn't any time off. Um, I mean, right now I'm going to school, uh-huh. doing my prereqs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's her first year of college. Oh yeah, yeah first yeah. year, first well, year. How's it going? So has that been a shocker? Um, it's been on and off. Actually, yeah. it's uh something new, something that you don't expect. Um, it's definitely not high school. <laughs> it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's. It's so fun. very different, right? It's fun. Different stage in life now for you. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And um, are you working? Yes. Do I'm you, actually working uh-huh. at two jobs right now. You go to school and work two jobs. Yep. And you're 18. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 uh, you're acting like you're like 40 years old already. <laughs> nope. Just 18. <laughs> well, good for you. I'm glad you're working hard and putting your best effort forth. We're going to get back to you and to Vanessa here in a few seconds, a few, uh, couple of minutes. And first of all, just want to remind everyone, you can find our podcast on, on uh, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify, Podbean. So feel free to share this podcast also with others. And today we're going to uh, be talking to Malia. Actually, she's got a, couple, a few questions um, that she wants to ask, and Vanessa will also be asking some questions but uh follow us on social media and you can also uh, again get our latest podcasts at those different in those different um we call them channels uh apps things like that all the apps (laughs) (laughs) i'm showing i'm 40 i don't understand what these young kids young kids do what they get into here all right so we just celebrated thanksgiving right that's been um, that was fun. Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah. Did you? We eat? were all together. <laughs> <laughs> Did, you, Did you explain that Malia is my cousin? No, she didn't even. She didn't even bother to mention no. that. Well, maybe she was trying to keep that secret. She was. She was like, I don't, be, I don't <laughs> want anyone to know. Vanessa's associate, my family member. <laughs> Obviously, you want people to know, so you must be proud of her. Well, I I just thought that would have been mentioned. I mean. All I said That's is that all all I mentioned was that she's she she's acting like she's forty years old, it's like going to school, two jobs, and a lot of responsibility, and she's only eighteen. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> we're proud of you. We're proud of you. Um, so Thanksgiving, back to Thanksgiving. Um, any favorite uh, foods this past Thanksgiving? Anything? Anything new you tried? Because mm, Thanksgiving is all about food, right? Well, yes. you know, it's not all about food, but. Uh-huh. Well, I did make that new cranberry sauce that um, my sister-in-law taught you taught me, and that was a hit. Mm -hmm. That was good. Yeah, yeah. 
It's not the traditional no, type of cranberry sauce. It's very sweet. It's a very sweet cranberry sauce because it has like pineapple in it and an orange and jello. You know, someone <laughs> out there saying, Ooh, cranberry sauce. Ugh. I said jello so happy. <laughs> <laughs> but if you add jello to it, it makes it okay. Because I'm not a big fan of cranberries, period. Well, you're not either. the only one. I think I think it's the most this one of the most disliked Thanksgiving foods. Well, not according to our friends who came over. Was it Wednesday mm-hmm. or was it Thursday? No, Thursday evening. Who oh, came yeah. over to spend Thanksgiving with us? Oh too. yeah, they were disappointed. The, well, the husband was very <laughs> disappointed because he did not get his cranberry sauce. <laughs> right. Right. And right. he said it's just not Thanksgiving without, without the, the cranberry, cranberry sauce. sauce. So that's really unusual because yeah. most people don't like cranberry sauce. That's true. Uh, well, he's in the minority, really. Yeah. Uh, Leah, did you try anything new? Um, I made little turkeys. Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> I made little turkeys. You should them. post Wait, that picture. I should, yeah. Wait, you need to explain. <laughs> what do you mean little? You made little turkeys. People are like, where do you get little turkeys from? <laughs> so what I did was I just got strawberries, chocolate, um, little marshmallows, mm. and then pretzels. And basically they just... I You dip them all in yeah, chocolate. You and dip all of it in the chocolate. Don't worry, folks. It'll be posted on our... <laughs> um, on Facebook, Instagram. We'll yeah, we'll post the picture of it. Leah's little turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> it was cute. Well, you know, so you dip everything, right? And then the thing is, like, the, the strawberries, like, the body, right? Like, the body of the turkey. Yep. And then the pretzels. Were like the legs. Yeah, like they the legs. were like the legs. Wasn't there marshmallow in that, too? Yes. Yeah, so, um, basically, you would, like, one of the little tiny marshmallows that you had, you will cut it in uh-huh. half for, like, the little arms. And then um, you would keep one of the marshmallows whole because that's like the lake part of yeah. the turkey. Yeah. And you would stick the pretzel in there to like kind of make it stick out a little bit more like it was actually a leg. Yeah. It, it actually looked like a little turkey. Yes. They that were was, cute. That was cute. It was I funny. I think my child had like three of them. And that's only because I stopped him at three. Yeah. <laughs> you want to eat all the little turkeys. <laughs> it was it was, It was. was really creative though. And I'm sure it took some... Time, time right mm-hmm. to get all those done. how long did it take you to make them i honestly don't know because i was supposed to she lost track up, of time <laughs> yeah i was supposed <laughs> to be up earlier just so that i could have everything done but then by the time i was actually done with getting ready and everything else everybody was already there so it probably <laughs> took you all morning yeah to get it done and it was only 20 right yeah 20 of them yes yeah i wanted to stop at eight <laughs> 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 well good job well Quick questions uh, or, you know, just uh, some trivia for you all. Uh, what is the most disliked Thanksgiving food? Cranberry sauce. Yes. <laughs> that is correct. Over 30% of Americans dislike cranberry sauce. You know what was a close second? You'll never guess this. You know what was a close second was? What? Sweet yeah. potato pie. Mm-mm. Or um, <laughs> stuffing. Hmm? No. Is it a traditional Thanksgiving food? Oh, yeah. Is it like uh, the macaroni and cheese? Nope. No, no. This is why it's 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 trivia, right? Because you don't you're not. Hmm. What else is there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll know. tell you. Okay. Turkey. What? What? Yeah. Turkey was close behind with twenty nine. You know what? Percent saying they dislike the holiday staple. Yeah, I will say I've heard a lot of people say that they're over turkey and. Mm-hmm. We don't eat this, but a lot of people's number one choice is ham. Even ham was like disliked by what? 
well considered by some you know foodies to be like the least favorite really side for i love turkey well you love turkey not ham i thought so you love ham no i'm, I'm just like, saying i like turkey but you know i only eat this is, it this is a kosher uh adventist show <laughs> vanessa <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- I mean, Thanksgiving and turkey got like I know, hand in hand, it's, right? Yeah, that, but, I mean, and we surprising. only eat turkey like once a year, so I'm really surprised that people don't like it when you only have it once a year. Yeah, very true. So here is um, okay. Here's another question: What did the pilgrims not eat on Thanksgiving? Turkey. Well, that's not what this answer says. <laughs> <laughs> um. Was it the stuffing? No. Uh, corn. No. They had corn. But I thought, okay. Well, oh, man. Did you not? I did. But you, like but you shocked me with the whole people didn't like turkey. So I'm thinking this is going to be something shocking, too. <laughs> well, are you ready? Okay. Which is kind of strange because you would think that this was a very common food back then. Potatoes. I was about to say I potatoes. I was going to say that. Well, you did. I was about to say potatoes. <laughs> Whether mashed or roasted, sweet potatoes, anything had no place at all in the first Thanksgiving. After encountering it in its native South America, the Spanish began introducing the potato to Europeans around 1570. So, yeah, I wasn't around for the first Thanksgiving. Okay. Believe it or not. So, uh, they were deprived of mashed potatoes. <laughs> no mashed potatoes. Yeah. Um, let me see if there's one more here. Okay, how about this one? What is the most popular dish served at Thanksgiving? Dessert. <laughs> Mm-mm. It's not. It's not a dessert. Mm-mm. Is it it's like the corn dessert. or the mashed potatoes? Macaroni and cheese. Uh, stuffing. What'd you say? Stuffing. Yeah, it is stuffing. I love stuffing. Stuffing is the most popular side dish at Thanksgiving. I can eat that. Just throw some gravy on it too. Um, it's served on 85% of Thanksgiving tables. So, yeah. So did you learn something new about that? Mm-hmm. Yep. No one likes turkey. And everybody wants And cranberry sauce. Stuffing. You know what the worst cranberry sauce is? The ones out of the can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you empty it out and it still has the imprint of the can I around know. it. <laughs> it's mold. It's the molded. Is it gives you that? It gives you the perfect slices. Oh, okay. It's the it. oh, that's it's the it's marks for, for slicing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the guys for slicing. <laughs> Clever. Okay, very good. All right, so let's move on here. We've got a few questions that uh, Leah and Vanessa have prepared. Again, I don't know. I haven't been um, prepped for these questions. I don't know what these questions will entail. I have no clue. And um, disclaimer, um, you know. I don't know everything, so I may not know <laughs> the answers to these questions. And this is only my opinion, okay? Story. Don't, uh, you know, it's my opinion. It's my yeah. view. Take but it. But if you it. have any comments, I mean, feel free to leave them. Yeah, feel free to leave them. But uh, yeah, I, this, is, this is completely or my... Or if you have any questions you want Jesse to answer. Yeah, leave those too. Um, email us, haystacknation at gmail.com. You can just leave them on the or yeah Facebook, Facebook page like uh, as a comment or yeah. whatever yeah okay so yeah feel free to you know come come up with your own questions but again I'm never prepped I'm never prepared this is not scripted and my answers either I mean not know and again it's just my opinion about things and you may disagree or not like it that's okay 
Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay, don't be so pushy. <laughs> let's do it. All right, number one. Okay, number one question is, what role does faith play in your life? I'm talking about my life or your life, or your life like in, in general, like your life? Um, good question. Oh. <laughs> Way to turn that back it's on always, that. always good to clarify. Let's just generalize it then, like just in anybody's life. Well, it's kind of hard to know what other people. Okay, think well about then, it. why would you ask that question? Because I just wanted to make sure that yeah, I didn't want to make sure I was clarifying okay, your how question. About your life, what, Jesse's what, life. What is that again? What role does faith play in your life? What role? And I was just stalling so I could come up with an answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what role? Well, I mean, for me personally, it's it's uh, uh, my life revolves around my faith. I, I try to at least you know think that way, right? That life revolves around every decision I make, um, everything I think about, uh, any future plans, mm-hmm. you know, that everything revolves around, around my faith. So I'm always trying to make sure that what I'm doing is somewhat, hopefully an extension of my faith in God. And, um, and then also, of course, for me, faith, faith helps me dig into myself, you know, mm-hmm. kind of helps me, um, discover about myself because that's that's one thing that I think God does in our lives is that He works in us, not just around us, right? He's not just a God of our circumstances; He's a God that lives in us, and He's actually changing our hearts and our minds. So, for me, faith is helping me constantly discover myself, realize things about myself, um, even the ugly things about myself, right? Because Scripture does say that you know God gets into the depths of our hearts and in our minds. And so he reveals things to us that we, we may not want, may not be, feel comfortable with, right? Mm-hmm. But because otherwise, who, who, would, who would tell us? Right. Because then we can hide all kinds of stuff, right? Because no one else is going to know. So God searches us out and even reveals things to us that we may not want to know, and it brings conviction. But we need that too because he wants us to have a good character. He wants us to be good, to grow. To grow. And without... Knowing that stuff, we we are stunted. Mm-hmm. So, for me, faith is yes. It's about external things. You know, um, it's about uh, you know um, living in this life and, and and getting through circumstances and situations. But also, it's about my internal life. It's mm-hmm. about me as a person, and you know, what am I doing to be a better a better person to walk with God in a very personal kind of way. So, okay. we'll find out when people start probably more i could add to that but i think that's yeah that was a good that was a good answer okay you want to read the second one (coughs) sweating here hot seat (laughs) (laughs) that's what you always say and then when i ask you afterwards you're like nah Nah, that was cool i got it figured (laughs) out all right i guess leah's gonna ask next all right so um Basically, why do we have different seasons on our spiritual journeys, and how can we make sure we stay on track? By different seasons, do you mean... I'm just kidding. Stalling again. (laughs) She's pointing at you. It's like, that was your question. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you making her read your questions? Well, I was just thought you'd be nice to go... Oh, you're just alternating? Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, I could have read mine, but I chose to read hers, so it's all... (laughs) Honestly, up to me too. <laughs> okay, true. stop stalling, mm, Jesse. Freedom of will, Stalling. Freedom of choice. There, 
Darlene. What's the question again? <laughs> See, why do we have different seasons on our spiritual journeys and how can we make sure we stay on track? Well, I mean, I don't think, I, I, because I, I don't think we always, we don't completely understand faith and we don't completely always understand our spiritual journey. So, and the thing is that we're human. So even when we take 10 steps forward, we usually end up taking like five steps backwards, you know, so things are constantly changing circumstances change, situations change, we find ourselves facing new challenges, you know, um, sometimes expected, sometimes unexpected. And so we're, we're always striving to kind of figure out how our faith plays a role in our lives. And so, and because of our human nature, because we're sinful and we make mistakes and we tend to go backwards, then yeah, we're going to go through different seasons. We're going to go through you know, we're going to have our high points and we're like, oh man, I'm on fire and life is good. And I feel so great about where I am spiritually and with God. And then you're going to have your low points where it's like, oh God, where are you? You know, um, you were with me and, and now I feel like you're gone. Have you abandoned me? You know, uh, are you going to help me with this situation? Are you going to help me understand what's going on? And so, I think part of it is just our human nature, and, and we have those the ups and downs. And, of course, there's an adversary. There is Satan who's always mm-hmm. challenging us um, and never going to let us rest, never l- really going to let us be at peace, you know. Uh, but I do believe that God does give us peace in our lives. But we have an adversary who's out to get us, and so he's going to, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to throw things at us. And so how do we stay on track? Yes. Well, we stay on track. For me personally, it's um, it's just realizing that the spiritual journey is a journey filled with all ups kinds of downs. ups and downs and that the track goes up and down, not just <laughs> straight and forward, you know? Well, you know, I mean, I, the reason why I asked that is because, you know, there are some people who believe that, um, you know, once once you have this, like, life-altering thing happen in your life where you, you know start that relationship with God, they're on like this high. And then they wonder, well, I've been on, the, I'm on this high. And then they're like, well, I don't feel like that anymore. Yeah. You know, so why don't I feel like that? Yeah. Well, faith, especially when it's someone who's yeah. new. Sure. So, well, just like with any life experience, you know, when it's something new, we're, we're emotionally invested, right? It's like, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm there. And I'm, we, we throw ourselves into it. Right. But with anything else in life, you know, anything that is, and things don't run on emotion. Mm-hmm. Life doesn't run on emotion. You know, it just doesn't, you know, emotion, emotion eventually dissipates, you mm-hmm. know, weakens. Um, well, you know, you can use an example like marriage. Like, yeah. you know, you have your highs, like when you're first dating, your first year or two of marriage or whatever. And then, you know, you start having things happen yeah. in your marriage that you have to try to navigate with your partner. So, I like, mean, I realize you're just not emotionally attracted to me anymore. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more emotion. <laughs> no, but you're right. I mean, it's like relationships, you know. We, you, we need I crickets. Know, right? We need crickets. <laughs> but it's, it's like with any relationship, you know, at first you go through like the honeymoon phase. And right. It's exciting and you know, if it's a girlfriend, boyfriend, it's romantic. And so you go yeah. through all that. And then after a while, it's like, you know, now I mean, you na- still, na- now, I, still now, I, now I see the person. 
Well, and they may not still, be romantic. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I mean, there's still that affection, like the love that's yeah. still there, but it's just not as, um, it's, it's matured. Yes. It's, it's not just about the feeling of the romance and the right. whatever, and you know, just, I mean, I think just like your, your spiritual life, you know, we, uh, and your marriage, we are, we are working through things. We have everyday life things that we still have to get through and work through ups and downs, just like you would, you know, in your spiritual life as yeah. well. It yeah. doesn't mean that we don't love God anymore. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, when, because relation, the nature of relationships is there's always going to be some challenge or challenges in a relationship, right? Things that, things that don't feel good in relationships and you definitely can't rely on emotions to get you through those times. You definitely, cause other, you know, you get angry, you can't rely on anger to fix things. You know, you get, you know, you get frustrated or you get, you know, depressed and you just can't rely on feelings to get through things. You have to, there has to be a higher level of thinking. There has to be a higher level of, you know, um, of, of thinking to get through situations. So mm-hmm. that's how you kind of stay on track. It's just realizing that it's a journey. It's, it's filled with ups and downs and loops and twists and turns. And, and, and we just have to, like Paul says, you know, it's a, it's, it's a race, you know, we are, we're in it for the long haul, you know, right. and, and we're, it's like a marathon. You pace yourself, right. you, the more experienced you become in your spiritual journey, the more trust you develop in God, then you still have the twists and turns, but you have more, we have the reassurance that God is there. And that's just the maturity of the, of the relationship that you're developing with God. The transformation that God's making inside of you also has a lot to do with that. So you stay on track by just being patient and, and not, uh, you know, not being hard on yourself and asking the Lord to just help you have that patience and that determination and that steadfastness, you know, to not, God doesn't also doesn't want us to be beating up ourselves every single time. Well, we're either. still investing in that relationship. That's yeah. the thing. So I think that's something that you that helps keep you on track is still continue to invest in that relationship. There you go. I like that. Yeah, invest. Keep on investing. It's like the stock market, right? I mean, it, uh, it, it, it falls, but you keep putting money into it because you know that so at one point it's going to give you a return, right? Well, that's not what I was going to compare it to. Well, I was going to talk about like marriage, but oh. you know, whatever. <laughs> stock market marriage. It's all the same. <laughs> No, but you know, in a marriage, you have to continue to keep investing in that person if you want to oh, continue yeah. to grow, like in your marriage. Yeah, but for money-minded people out there, I was just using yeah. the stock market as an example. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you keep on investing because at some point you get a return. And you're right with relationships and marriage. You keep on investing because you know at some point there will be a turn, right? There, there will be growth, but you have to keep on putting in and putting in, and you can't just give up just because it gets hard because. Yeah life yeah next next question okay do you want to read or you want me to i'll read it (coughs) what's the importance of prayer and is it about the outcome or the relationship it's a very familiar question (laughs) i've had this deja vu suddenly here (laughs) crazy (laughs) (laughs) um well leah and i had had a very had a very profound conversation last night you know because we were talking about prayer and I was asking Leah, you know, about her own journey, right? How, how has she gotten to this point in her life where she's interested in religion and faith and spirituality, right? So we were talking, and so she, she, she made some really insightful, very mature, mature 
Yeah, very mature. I think she could be a pastor if she wanted to. I don't think I can stand in front of a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> this is as far as she goes right here, right? Yeah. This is <laughs> this is a, it right here. Three. <laughs> and the invisible audience. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so the question is. What's the importance what's of the importance prayer? About prayer? And, and is it about the outcome, outcome or the relationship? Rela- yeah, that's a good one. Well, yes. Um, prayer. It can be about outcome sometimes, but that shouldn't be the focus of prayer. So a lot of times we have the idea, and we're all guilty. I'm guilty of it, and I'm sure you all have been guilty of it, that when you pray, no, except for Vanessa because she's a (laughs) saint. Um, When you pray, you generally, it seems like you pray for something, right? I pray for this. I pray for that. I pray for, Mm -hmm. you know, success. I pray that I don't beat my children. I pray. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, don't beat your children. That's very unwise and unkind. <laughs> Get you in trouble. But, you know, you pray for outcome. You know, you pray for something to happen, right? And that's kind of, it's almost like a natural way of praying, right? Because we're always in that mode that when we pray, we're asking for something, mm-hmm. right? And so prayer prayer can easily become very outcome-focused, outcome-centered. And when it doesn't happen, then what happens? Well, if you don't get the outcome you expect or that you're praying for, mm-hmm. then you start thinking, well, maybe prayer doesn't work, right? right. Um, and I know Leah used a couple of examples in her own life where she's prayed for some things and hasn't been resolved, right, completely, right? And and so we all have, we all go through that. And, and, and so sometimes it's easy to get discouraged because it's like, well, my prayer is not being answered. I'm not getting the answer, the outcome that I'm expecting. So then faith can become weekend you know it just there's there's not there's no substance to it it's just about the outcome the circumstance Mm -hmm. the situation you know sometimes though there is an outcome it's just sometimes not what we expect correct I think that's one thing that I mentioned as well is that it's gonna it's not always gonna come in the way that you want it Mm -hmm. but once you realize oh like something happened you're like oh wow like that's kind of what I asked for, it's not exactly what I asked for, mm-hmm. but it's close to it. It's yeah. what you needed. Yes. Yeah, you realize, wow, that's God knew what I needed, right? And um, and so we're reassured. I mean, outcomes can reassure us that that relationship we have with God is is a reality, that it actually exists, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so in that way, outcome can reinforce that. But but prayer is about just that dialogue with God. And I think you touched on this, Leah, last night, right? That I can, whatever the situation is, I can always pray. I can pray to God. And I know that he is not going to shame me. He's not going to make me feel bad. You know, he may convict me, right? (laughs) Which is not a comfortable feeling, but he's not going to, he's not going to, he's not a punishing God, right? Um, He's, he's going to be, he's going to be, he'll he'll listen to me. Um, I can come with any concern about anything and I know that he's going to have my interests at heart, right? And so that's a relationship that you're trying to develop, meaning that that's what prayer is all about. Prayer is about dialoguing, talking to God, getting to know him. And we get to know him through prayer because the Holy Spirit is also involved in our prayers. You know, uh, Scripture is very clear about that. The Holy Spirit is involved in our dialogue with God. So we are actually in communion with him. At that point. So, you know, what that means is that whatever adversities and hardships and struggles we have in life, 
that prayer is able to get us through those things because we're not expecting things to just adversity and hardship to just disappear, right? We're, we're, not, we're not focused on the outcome. We're just focused on that relationship and knowing that God is there all the time and, 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 and trusting because that's, 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 the, that's the key there is that you're developing trust. And the reason that God also answers our prayers and it's because he wants us to also understand and, and be encouraged and know that he's real. Mm-hmm. That, like you said earlier, that investment that you're putting in, right? At some point, God has to respond to us. He's not going to leave us just, you know, searching and seeking and searching and see without any response because then we, we, would, we would feel like discouraged. I mean, we were never seeing God work in our life, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Um, <laughs> Um, you know, I was going to add, cause you know, I was talking to her this morning. I know that was a conversation you guys were talking about last night, but I was trying to explain to her too about, you know, the importance of prayer and, and not being about outcome. And I was giving her the example of, you know, there have been things that you and I've had to try to deal with and navigate through, um, you know, in our marriage and it wasn't fixed overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something that's been, that's been taking years. And am I, and I was explaining to her, I'm like, am I better than I was five, six, seven years ago? Like, yes. I said, but you know, if, if I would have just given up, then I would have been angry. I would have, you know, I tried to explain to her that now here we are down the road years later and things are better than I could have ever imagined. You know what I mean? So even though we had a hardship going through that and, you know, I told her, you know, my prayer during that time was just get me through today. Just get me through today. Like every day was just, just get me through today. You know, um, I said I wouldn't be, my spiritual life wouldn't be where, where it is today if I hadn't walked through all of that. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 even though you didn't have the outcomes that you were wanting or expecting immediately or it t- it's taken time, but the relationship with God has strengthened, mm-hmm. you know, you it know, grew. he's, he's walked with you through those things. And that's, that's really what spiritually that we're all striving for, right? When mm-hmm. we're striving to be closer to God and to feel his presence and to know that he, that at the end of the day, all we want to know is that you're with me. That's, that's all I want to know. I mean, it doesn't matter. Nobody wants to walk those journeys alone yeah anything there's there's been times when at the end of the day i'm just even the beginning of the day i've got so much on my mind or i've got all this stuff to do or maybe the day's just been rough and really i I just lord i just want to know that you were here just that comfort you know (laughs) just kind of coming home and getting a hug (laughs) and that's what you want from god you just want to know that he's been that he's been there and you only achieve that through a daily constant prayer with him he speaks to you he speaks to us he Mm -hmm. speaks to us the way we're talking right now through his spirit he convinces that he changes our thoughts he's in our minds you know he Mm -hmm. brings things to our attention and that's that's the that's the that's the most beautiful part of our spiritual life right i mean it's not the blessings or the outward things it's the ins the inward things right the 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 peace knowing that god is is always there so that's what prayer is um job understood this job lost everything okay everything almost lost his life in the process and we know that satan was directly responsible for taking away everything from him right Mm -hmm. 
And if Job would have been an outcome-centered person or outcome-focused person, he would have probably abandoned God at that point, right? And really, he was stripped of everything, and all he had to hang on was that relationship with him. I mean, it was stripped down to the core. I mean, and this was it, Job. It's you and God, and that's it. Because everything else is gone. You can't depend on anything else because it's gone. It's been taken. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you see that Job then had that really, that really intimate dialogue with God, right? He questioned God on everything, right? I mean, he was telling him how he felt, what he thought. I mean, and that was the whole crux of the matter right there is that was that relationship going to survive and it did you know Mm -hmm. because job job loved god and he said you know even if god strikes me you know i'm still i'm 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 still gonna believe and and i think that's what we want to that's what we want to ultimately um that's where we want to be okay good good question leah Okay, don't argue about it. Just come on, let's go. <laughs> well, I think you should go with that one because it kind of goes from what he was talking about. It's okay. You it's can, a great segue for you can, your last you can. question. So why do we have so, so many hardships during our spiritual journey? Because um, uh, that's... That's well, just life, man. Well, I, I mean, but okay. So okay. here's because you like you're struggling. I'm not struggling. I'm just <laughs> processing again. This is unscripted. I have not been prepared for this. I mean, I felt okay. like we kind of talked about some of it last night, like because yeah. I I mentioned I was talking about some of the hardships that we have whenever mm-hmm. it comes to our faith and just like our our like relationship with God. Yeah, and I feel like. I kind of touched up on some of those, but I didn't like fully go into detail <laughs> with. <laughs> well, I look at it this way. I mean, if if we're exempt from hardship, then why did you suffer so much? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I mean, a hardship is a reality in this world, in this mm-hmm. life. Right. And it's because of what sin has done to to this world, what it's done to each and every one of us individually, right? So hardship is 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 kind of inherent in everything around us. And, and everyone's going to experience it. Yeah. But I know it always feels <laughs> like when you choose to um, make that decision in your life, you know, to follow God, you know, there's somebody else out there who's like, uh-oh, I need to, I need to work on this person. I mean, this is somebody who... Is like I'm not giving you up without a fight, <laughs> right? You know, and that person is the devil. You know, he when you're not occupied with mm. things of you know like anything that has to do with God, he's not worried about you. You know, he gets worried when you start making these decisions in your life. You know, to follow God and to you know live in live according to His will. He is then he's like focused more on you, you know, to try to break that because his goal is not to just, you know, he wants that power and he doesn't want you to, he doesn't care about you, you know, so. Well, that's, uh, not to say, I mean, but uh, yeah, but you're right. I mean, we, 
in our spiritual life, we have an adversary. We have a spiritual adversary, mm-hmm. right? That is trying to bring us down, you know. And I think as sometimes as as believers and people that, like you said, um, Vanessa, that we want to live by God's will, right? We want to do God's will. Um, our standard of living mm-hmm. it is, changes. It's different, right? It's, yeah. It changes. So we're striving for things that other people may not be striving for. You know, they're we're striving to live a different kind of life, right? Mm-hmm. And to to live the kind of life that God wants us to live is going to come with hardship. Uh, because that calls us to be different. Right. Yep. And, and, and just, and to add to the hardship of just achieving God's standards and his will is that we have someone who's constantly trying to tear us down and to, uh, you know, bring us down any which way possible. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it is extremely hard and, and that's why we can't do it on our own. That's why there's no way that we can even achieve God's will and, 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 and live life by God's will without his help. We, we just, we can't. There's, there's no way we can do that because we know the standard is so high and, and his, his law is so great. We just can't. We can't live it, right? Mm-hmm. So we have to have that, that added balance. So we, we, can't, we can't go into Christianity blindly and just, or ignorantly and just say, well, um, I'm going to become a Christian. I'm going to become a believer. And suddenly life's going to be... Right, because everything changes, like you said, you know, and probably like I would say maybe one of the number one things that changes for a lot of people is before, you know, maybe they worked on Sabbath, maybe they worked on Saturday, and now, you know, you realize that, um, you know, that's the day that God called to be holy and to rest, and so now it wasn't an issue before, you know, but now it becomes an issue, so you start having little things, you know, like that, that you see as a hardship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, you're seeing things in a very different light now mm-hmm. and, uh, you're, you're trying to accomplish, um, not that you're trying to accomplish things, but you're recognizing that, wow, there are, there, there's a, there's a, a standard, there's a level of commitment mm-hmm. that goes along with this <laughs> and it's not easy. Um, but we shouldn't also just focus on the negative things. We also need to focus on the spiritual blessings that we also, even though we have an adversary that's very powerful and an adversary that we goes to let, great lengths. Yeah, I was going to say, you can't let that <laughs> stop you. Well, like, yeah, but we also have a, a, a very a stronger, stronger <laughs> a, a, a stronger partner. You know, we have someone that's much stronger than the adversary, much wiser, mm-hmm. um, than, 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 than Satan, right? Uh, much more powerful, and not to mention self-sacrificing. Mm-hmm. You know, Satan hasn't done anything for us, you know. He has. Yeah. He's never sacrificed himself for us. He's you never know, put I us think, first. I think sometimes giving <laughs> in to those hardships, like just you know, letting it bother you, worrying, worrying you, is almost kind of like even sometimes saying, "Well, he has more power than God," mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I mean, we could struggle and have those hardships, but. Somehow God always provides in in ways, and so you have to remember that, that he's way stronger than anything that the devil has to throw at you. Yeah, yeah, and so you you have to lean on that power, and there's no other way around. There's no, I don't think there's any way to really enjoy 
the Christian journey without God? Because <laughs> who would do that? Right. I mean, who would want to be a Christian and try what to you deal with this hardship and try to deal all that on your own and, without any yeah, hope? And nobody helps you out. I wouldn't. I'd rather be an atheist. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we, we'd all we'd all be atheists if, if we didn't have that help you know, from God. So no one, no one wants to be a Christian and go into the Christian faith um, alone and, and by yourself. You know, uh, because we're asking for it at that point. You know, we're being very ignorant and very naive if that's what we think. I can go accept the Christian faith and it's going to be all unicorns, candies, and roses. Um, but there are, there are many, many blessings that come along with, uh, with that commitment if we, if we stay on course. Right? Right. Okay, well, what's the last question? Um, are, we the last still, are we still good on time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll make it brief. <laughs> what does God expect from us when we choose to give our lives over to him? Mm. <laughs> what does God expect from us when we give our lives over to him? Mm-hmm. Um, what does God expect from us? <laughs> yes. Maybe I'm reading too much into this one, but I don't know that he expects from us, but he has expectations for us. Okay. I think, uh, I think he expects us to just be us, <laughs> you know, I, he, he expects us to just be ourselves and he expects us to struggle. I think he expects that. I think he expects us to, to struggle and, in learning about him. He, I think he, he expects to be a growing process. I mean, what did he expect from his disciples? Did he expect, like, off the bat, all these great things? Can you imagine if Jesus would have expected the, only the best of his disciples? I mean, that relationship would, not have, would have been very short-lived. Because how many times did they let him down? <laughs> a lot, right? Um, and how many times did they have just a very distorted idea of faith? And God, mm-hmm. right? So, and but Jesus, Jesus didn't. Yes, Jesus corrected them. Jesus taught them, right? But he did it in a way where it's like, I kind of expected you guys to act this way. <laughs> you know, I expected you all to behave like this. But you walking with me, you know, will will change. It it, it will change you if you allow it to. And I think we saw it with every disciple that walked with Jesus, except for Judas. Okay. So I think Jesus just I, expects us to just come and be us and to have that desire and willingness to walk with him. And then from that, he works with that. Okay. If we have that desire, I think that I think that's the only expectation is that you have a willingness, that you have a desire, that you have an openness. That's all he needs. He doesn't need us to come and be perfect. He doesn't need us to say, you know what, before I come to God, I got to put this sin away, and, and then I'll come to him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, he doesn't even expect that. All he, all, he, all he wants is for us to have an open heart. And then from there, the journey begins. All right. Were these uh, questions challenging enough for you today? My brain hurts. <laughs> I think um, um, I think your questions uh, deserve a round of applause.
I think my answers are okay. It's just my opinion. It's my view. But I hope it helps someone at least. You know, I hope it helps. These are great questions, by the way. And I'm very thankful that you two put your heads together and came up with these questions. Because I think it, it does, they're very deep questions. I mean, it really, for me at least, it makes me think about, wow, okay, um, my relationship with God is has to go deeper than just the superficial stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And these questions really kind of really took a good look at, well, what is your relationship with God like? You know, um, you're going to have hardship. You're going to have adversity. You're going to struggle. So what do you do with that? You know, and how do you stay on course? How do you keep that that faith growing? And so I, I applaud you all. You did a good job with those questions. <laughs> well, good. See what happens I'm next glad time. glad it was challenging. Well, it's always challenging to, uh, um, to think about those things. Great. Very, very wise. This, this room right now at this moment in time is full of so much wisdom. <laughs> and silence. I didn't even know what to say to that. <laughs> and silence. <laughs> Do you all think you did a good job with your questions? I mean, how would you critique yourselves? Do you think it could have been better? Maybe my questions could have been a little bit better. Room for improvement? Yeah. Leah, I mean, you know, your first time on the show here. I mean, you know. Did you enjoy it? Did you enjoy it? Did you learn anything? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You think Jesse was wise? Yes. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. (laughs) Wisdom comes from God. Would you do this again? Probably. Yeah, you would. I enjoy. We enjoyed having you. You're a very thoughtful person, and I think we need we need those kind of people in the world today. Thoughtful people, wise people. Thank well, you. Well, she's here every Friday, so you know yeah, you we can just start rolling these things out. Man, every <laughs> All week. Her hey, everyone, we're gonna be doing a weekly podcast from now on. Oh wow! I uh, mean, I just came <laughs> up with those questions just like not even that long like after. Ten minutes before we got yeah. started. She, she's like, I didn't even have these questions written. Now I just asked them in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, thanks for joining us on this episode of Haystack Nation. Hope you enjoyed it. We encourage you keep walking with Jesus. Keep him in your heart. He wants to live and walk with you no matter what. Take care. God bless.